What's up, y'all? Welcome to the Rideshare Rodeo, Uber Lyft driver and gig economy news. Sponsored by Middleton Technologies Maximo. I'm your host, SJ, and it's time to get it on. Hey, what's up, everybody? Thank you for joining us. Uh, I want to welcome, um, go around the panel, and then introduce our guest last. Uh, first, we got Gary. Over on the, that's how I got it right that time. Uh, <laughs> we got, uh, from Middleton Tech, we got Hannibal is Hungry. We got Kim's Side <laughs> Money Plan. <laughs> and uh, we got Van DoorDash Delivery here with us today. The decline king in the house. <laughs> yeah. Um, so, yeah, we're going to discuss a few topics here uh, that, eh, you know, there, there's some just weird topics that are going on right now. And one of them relates directly to Van. So I guess, um, well, before we go there, I actually want to try and get something sorted out from my own head. Van, how many social media channels do you have? Or what are the correct names? Because I've got driving addict, delivery addict, um, delivery addict. Not mine. Not mine. Okay. Driving okay. Yeah. Somebody else had said last night. Well, that's his too. And I was like, Well, wait a minute. What's what's going? <laughs> so, okay. On uh, YouTube, I'm uh, DoorDash Delivery. On mm -hmm. Facebook, same DoorDash Delivery. On Instagram, it's DoorDash Delivery uh, Two. Yep. On TikTok, it's DoorDash Delivery One. Okay. So and on Snapchat is the uh driving addict yes oh, okay that's a uh, snapchat okay so okay got this so it is just that one on all of them okay good um so can we move right into what happened on tuesday uh being deactivated by doordash yeah because before i even saw that in your live stream and i jumped in it was odd because i was putting some articles together and i was actually reading about this happening to other people like and i you know it's always happening obviously but there was some other stories about, you know, with having oversaturation in the states where they're doing the prop, just some weird stuff that I was like, well, wait a minute, are they really just starting to thin the herd a bit or something? But then I know this is a totally different story that you have, but it's can can you walk us through it? Is it absolutely, absolutely? Uh, all right. Uh, so about two weeks ago, um, I have some scam calls from uh, some Indian scammers that pretend to be from DoorDash, I believe. Um, mm -hmm. They try to hack into my Dasher account. Uh, I think that's uh, that's what they were trying to do. And then uh, like one day later, they try to hack into my DoorDash customer account. Uh, they're calling to pretend to be uh, from uh, DoorDash. And I, I, I believe they're uh, Indian uh, scammers, scammers from India. I, I didn't give out my uh, personal info. I didn't give out my email or my uh, DoorDash name or my uh, phone number or anything. And uh, they also try to 
reactivate my old Asher account on a different phone number and a different uh, email. But why okay. would you uh, try to reactivate your account when you're already active on uh, 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 DoorDash, you know, as a DoorDash driver? So, so is that what they deactivated you for? Was for fraud or multiple counts? Something like that. Uh, I don't know how to share screen, but uh, I'll just show you the email. How about that? Uh, hmm. Interesting. Right. Uh, that's that's what I was trying to figure out what this actually was. I was I was confused. Well, I, was, I mean, that's what it sounds like to me. Is it, they tried to activate another one of his accounts, which according to DoorDash, it's fraud because you're trying right. to have two different accounts. And typically the email will come across something like, hey, you've abused the uh, terms of service, blah, 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 fraud, you know, please check out the oh, fraud section, blah, blah, yeah, blah. Yeah, something, uh, something related to fraud, I yeah. believe. But, yeah. Uh, well, let, let me pull up. But the if the account. one was, if the one account was deactivated though, then. Well, I mean, that's like, that's like you, Steve. If you go and try and activate another account. Start a Google number and then bring in my right, real number. Right, and, and I can't read that. Maybe we yeah. can put him up by himself so we can read that. Yeah, we can do that. I, I, I don't know how to share a screen. I don't know. But yeah. Oh, wait. I don't know how to make it just then. <laughs> yeah, because we were all we all in. Yeah. yeah. How about I read How about you read it? Yeah, yeah, how about you read it to us? Yeah. yeah oh, here, here we go. Solo layout. <laughs> oh, I just did it, too. Hi, and then my uh, Dasher name. Mm -hmm. We regret to inform you that your Dasher account has been deactivated uh, after completing our investigation. We found that the account share identifiable information to another account that was previously created on the platform in violation of the independent contractor agreement and the DoorDash deactivation policy please review the abusing the platform section with the deactivation policy for further details you can appeal your deactivation by filing out the request here blah 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 sincerely doordash operations team mm. so, so that that so went that's, that's that went through like. to your email associated with the bad with the deactivated account i think the hacker tried to reactivate the deactivated account Correct. Yes. But it, but it also in turn deactivated your primary account. Correct. Yes. Yes. Right. Because they're considering that abusing the platform because you're trying to run multiple accounts is what is what DoorDash no, is thinking. Yeah, I'm, I'm following. I'm just. It amazes me how people get this information. Like all these scammers out there. Like how do they how do they get the information to begin with? Is just it baffles my brain sometimes. Uh, I actually sorry. Uh, can, can I jump in uh, first? Yeah, yeah, go ahead. Um, I actually actually watch a lot of the scammer payback uh, scammer <laughs> YouTube channel. Yeah, yeah, I love that channel. Yeah, so somebody's a call support center. The same room with the scammer uh, call center, literally in the same room. So sometimes they uh, the the legit uh, call center would give information out to the scammers or whatever you know. Yeah. Maybe that's how they got the, the Dasher account information. Uh, that, that's my guess. There's a really good video came from Mark uh, Wober. I think I'm pronouncing it right. Very popular YouTuber. And he kind of breaks down the whole operation. It's multi-million dollar. They're making, these call centers are making multi-million dollar a year 
just oh, yeah. taking as much information. They're targeting people, usually 65 and older, people are that's not technically savvy, and they're just wiping people's accounts and, and yeah. their, their bank accounts. And it seems like they always seem to know a lot, a good amount of information about the person they're targeting. So, like, I've received, like, insurance calls. They know what, what make and model my car is. So, like, it, it gives you some legitimacy of, okay, this person may be what they're saying because they're telling me something that, that like, something that they would know about me. So it's oh, very yeah. sophisticated. And it's it's crazy. That it's hap- it happens in India. There's multiple. And the government can't shut, like, they'll shut one call center down, but there's still many out there. They know it. And Absolutely. Stops. I, it, it's it's infuriating. Yeah. Um, I don't know. I'm, <laughs> you know the the whole the whole model of everything right now is kind of shaken to me. In fact, I was talking to um, uh, Joe Dark Road Run today about you know the sustainability of these businesses right now, and I'm not talking about long like in the long term, of course, but I mean just like. You know what what can be done literally you know the end of, uh, one thing i want to talk about tonight was the independent contractor model can i mean can it hold now is my new question used to be a fight for it now i'm kind of starting to be like can it hold it will for a while but i mean if if massachusetts or new jersey um you know or washington state or anything like that if any of them give again like california we're going to be back in this whole place of none of this is going to matter anyway, because there won't, you, you won't be deactivated. You'll be fired because you'll have a W2 job. Right. Um, you know, it's, and I know we've talked about it forever and, you know, some people just don't want to hear it. They're like, well, let's just figure out the money portion right now. We'll deal with that later. But that later isn't, you know, potentially that far off. I said it before with the, um, uh, with the pro act, you know, like I had a lot of ladies who, know a lot about that stuff on the podcasts for weeks and uh that thing was a lot closer than everybody knows i mean it's just amazing it's like you know it's like scientists knowing about an asteroid that could destroy earth but it's just gonna miss it barely so they just don't tell us but some people knew Mm. i feel like you know that i feel like the people who did know about the pro act for the most part were like oh that's the national act to have like an ab5 right i'm like okay that's not knowledge of it and then so it was like very few people knew how close this was to just passing. And it's, a, uh, you know, I mean, we, this kind of stuff has to be stayed on top of these, you know, like how easily you can be deactivated a for nothing or whatever their reason is. And they don't have to share it. I'm surprised that, and maybe this is just a DoorDash thing that they're allowing them the appeal process. Usually uh, that's not in their verbiage to say like, well, if you don't the, like this decision, we'll relook at it. Well, in, any deactivation email <laughs> always has an appeal link in it. Right. Every, mm-hmm. All of them. Every one of them. No matter what you did, uh, it, it could be you could go out and kill a customer and they're going to deactivate you. And they're going to be like, but if you don't think that our actions were correct, you can appeal. <laughs> I feel like the some of the ones from Uber lately, I'm trying to think because I get people who, who send me that kind of stuff. And I feel like some of the ones I've seen. The one that, that uh, got accused of smoking uh uh, Mary Jane uh, accused uh, while uh, driving or before the, she uh, he uh, he or she picked up a passenger. Yeah, right? I heard about that story. Uber yeah. ride share, right? Yeah, yeah. Right. Ride share professor was talking about yep. that the smell. The customer said the the car smelled like pot, 
and they deactivated the person. Right. right. That's that was a back and forth as well. And the worst part about it is even if you were honest there, what if you were honest? What if what if it was the passenger before? We've all had that happen. The clothing. Absolutely. Extremely you strong know. stuff. Um, yeah, I mean, yeah. these days there's such stuff that lingers that you'd have to take like over an hour off, go roll your windows down, open your car doors, spray it out. Yeah. This is good quality like, stuff too. Like, you know, it's going to smell. Right. But right. if it's like prime time, like you don't want to go pack it up and, you know, you just yeah. kind of want to be like, okay, well, hopefully people are just going to be okay with the fact that you know and maybe i mean me personally all my my years i would have announced something like that i would have said sorry about this guys if you're not comfortable i'm happy to cancel the ride yeah. but um the guy before you just reeked <laughs> I, I i have a i have a story to share about uh uh being uh, wrongfully accused uh, you guys want to hear it yeah sure. go for it okay uh <laughs> so uh uh, in 2015, uh, I picked up this couple, and uh, they accused me of uh, being uh, under the influence, you know. And uh, like two hours later, I got uh, deactivated by Lyft. Two hours? Two hours later after that ride. Uh, it was with Lyft, I believe. And on the same day, like, well, like uh, right after I read the email, I went in and uh, dropped a UA, you know, a piss test, you know, just mm -hmm. to prove that I was uh, sober. Uh, and the test came back negative, and Lips did not accept that as uh, evidence of uh, being uh, sober, you know? Yeah. That's crazy, because I've heard a story where someone, I forgot, it was a couple of months ago, I don't know if it was Uber or Lyft, where someone was driving erratically. Right. And they didn't, they didn't deactivate him in two hours, or the person. I forgot, I totally forgot about the story. I wish I knew about it. But as soon as someone said that you were, like they say, okay, this, part, this person is drunk, they got you in two hours. It's, it's, it's no consistency Right. With the way they handle these issues, there's no you can't tell what's going to happen in, in one case after another. But that was like a um, like one of those one of the, I've done enough rideshare for years. Like that was one of the twelve hour type deactivations or twenty four till it's reviewed, right? Uh, or was think, that like a full? I think because, it was within two hours after I dropped off that. Right, but how long were you like deactivated? Deactivated, or were you deactivated for deactivated, until it was reviewed? Okay, deactivated, because I I did. So, I had a similar issue with, I can't remember if it was Uber or Lyft, to be honest, but it was like 2017 where um, there was, I got a call for uh, a service dog call, which I don't mind. I'm a dog lover. Actually, right. I'm cool with that. I, I'm the guy that will kind of help out a little extra and stuff. But I got to the place and um, when I got there, the destination was a vet and these two dogs, like these two, like just awful, disgusting looking dogs were just fighting in this yard. And the guy had his shirt off and uh, had a beer and the and the his girlfriend or wife or whatever. They were like at full blown screaming level in the front yard. The guy's got no shirt on. He's drinking, you know, Classic. and these two dogs are fighting. There's like there's some foam flipping up. And I'm mm -hmm. like. I, I literally was like, you guys, I'm not, I, I said, this was supposed to be a service dog call. And they're like, well, you're just taking us to the vet. And no, I was I'm like, and, and so I was like, I was like, so it's I, I, even, I even got him to say it. And it was on my dash cam. I even, you know, I didn't turn the camera like I sometimes would, but I at least got him on the audio. I was like, so it's not a service dog. And they're like, no, but it's the only way to input. I was like later. And I took <laughs> off and I uh, hit cancel. And then I called right away because um, those of us that have done rideshare, um, at Dan and Gary, you'll, 
you'll understand like sometimes you know in a situation like that you better get ahead of it because if not you're going to be deactivated yeah i mean like something's <laughs> going to happen back they're, they're going to come back and say oh he refused my service dog right so i called immediately and i said hey you know i said this um and this was at a t- it must have been lift because this was at a time where i had a person on in two minutes you know it was like call i was like on and with support real support and i was like you know what's going on that was a service dog call i said they were just going to the vet um they were fighting in their front yard drinking and uh and you know i had to cancel the ride and i actually pushed for my which i never would call for a cancel fee but since i had her i was like pushing that too i was like so i want my cancel fee it was only five bucks i was like i want that and i kind of wanted that just because a i had her on the phone but also b it just kind of makes a mark like this was sealed done we refunded him in fact Mm -hmm. so i was happy i saw that come through and like that came, that all happened in about 20 minutes, all that transpired. But then about an hour later, I was just, I was on and my app went yeah. off and said, you've been deactivated. Oh. And, and I was uh, like, what? <laughs> and so pull over, check my email, already had an email saying my review is under 72 hour um, review. So it's more of a suspension. Yeah, but it said, but it said, de- they don't say suspension. Mm. They, it said you have been deactivated. That's probably that's probably on purpose, right? Like they cover their, their tracks in case yeah, it's verbiage in case it's a final, yeah. Mm. To be honest, I can't remember exactly how the email read, but obviously, like I could have flipped on another. I could have just if it was Lyft, I could have just flipped on Uber and stayed out. But I was pretty upset because it was the very first time that I had had a deactivation issue because I've only yeah. had one other one and it was very short lived too. But can be very upsetting, especially when yeah, you exactly. And I was just I was like I was kind of just like. You know, I've been doing it for three years. And I'm like, I can't believe what the heck, man. So I came home to reread the email. I emailed them. I called them and I said, what's up? You guys even gave me a refund because I called it in because I knew, you know, these people might be a problem. And and she said, well, they told us a different story and um, it has to be reviewed. But as of now, you're deactivated. And I said, and I remember saying that well, so when does it get reviewed? When am I, when am I back on the platform? She goes, right now you're not. So I guess I was deactivated. I don't know how, how they consider that, but it was, it must've been like some, you're in purgatory deactivation. You turned you off. They, they took the switch and they, right. And they were yeah. like, you're already deactivated. Somebody's going to look at it. You're probably going to stay deactivated. Just whatever. But I talked to the person and, you know, I was trying to get any conversation I could in and, <clears throat> you know they said well somebody will review it and i'll i'm, I'm gonna leave them my notes hopefully she did but regardless i got so i had another call about 48 hours later and they did end up bringing me back on but they recorded my whole statement mm. um which i would have figured they did the first time too but it was a manager or some other level that was like hey tell me again what happened here and so i fully threw them to the dirt too i was like these dirt bags were drinking <laughs> <They> were. <laughs> You know, it was like me. it was like three thirty on a Friday, yeah, and they're full blown drunk, like fighting in a in a front yard in wow. this weird like van. You know, Denver. You know how some parts are just let let great. Kim, let Kim talk. Some... No, it just amazes me that these companies just. I understand customers come first, and you know, I come from an industry like that. But it just amazes me that like their first reaction is deactivation. Like they don't even understand the situation before they just like nope deactivation like 
you would think that they would investigate then deactivation. Nope, it's just straight deactivation. It's, that's the part that actually amazes me. Well, it, it's it's a security thing though, because I mean, like, if they say, "Oh, this driver is driving drunk," do you really want to wait till they investigate that before they stop somebody from picking up a passenger? Or it shouldn't it be a suspe- I would think it should be a suspension period though, because they don't right. know the story yet. It should not be well, de- that's, deactivated. That's what a strong they do. word. They deactivate the same you. as fired. Well, they temporarily deactivate you, which is a suspension until they come up with a final resolution. It's just a matter of wording for legal purposes. Yeah. It just seems like that wording could really throw people off the wrong way, though. A lot of people who would see that and go, oh, I'm done, whatever, like, and maybe move along or what, you know, I don't know. It's everything should be a suspension. You know, it's (laughs) you're not, you know, you're innocent until you're proven guilty, right? No, you're, my, you're guilty until you prove yourself innocent. <laughs> so, um, so th- those situations that you know, like what you had to do with Steve, it sounds like they have to wait a while for them to get all the stories and then try to figure it out. And you have your you got video and all that. But, uh, Van, your situation, have you filed your appeal yet? I have, and uh, actually, I got an email today uh, from uh, from DoorDash uh, support, and uh, mm-hmm. it says, uh, um. I, I am deactivated, yeah, uh, for good, yeah. How can they how can they able to investigate that in terms of what like you described? There were obviously some nefarious people trying to mess with your old account, and right. I'm assuming with these these call centers and these guys, they they probably got firewalls. And I don't know, I, Gary, you probably knows all about this. Ways where you can't track certain information, the way they grabbed it, how they even hacked into your account. So so basically. A scammer got him deactivated, and that's just that's just seem like that's the way it is. And it don't seem like DoorDash has the capability or the interest to dive deeper to figure out exactly what happened. They just assume he like. I'm sure you've been. How long have you been on the platform, uh, Van uh, DoorDash? With this current, uh, With this current DoorDash, DoorDash account, I I believe for like uh, roughly uh, ten months. Ten months. Okay, so so yeah. I I sorry to cut you off, Hannibal. I have okay. a question. Why do you have two accounts? Uh, my old Dasha account, I I never uh, taken an order, so I, I got deactivated. Oh, for 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 um, not using it or something. What's, what's right? The ne- never, uh, uh, never went out went on a dash. Never t- uh, taken a dash. Yeah. Okay, so in in, in DoorDash's well, in DoorDash's eyes though, instead of creating a new account, you should have activated that account again, anyways. Because okay. you you can't have two accounts. Period. It, it, once you're approved for one account, you can only have that one account all the time. Even if like like my current account, if I tell them to delete my account, if I say, "Hey, I'm not going to be a dasher anymore," delete my account, and then you know a year from now I decide to dash, I can't sign up and create a new account with my same social security number and phone number because they'll consider that's fraud. What I have to do is I have to email them say, "Hey." I had you guys deactivate my account. I want to drive again. I need you to activate my account because if not, I'm going to run into the same issues that Van's running into is, well, now he's permanently off. The only thing he he can do is basically force them into arbitration and make them give, give them a better reasoning besides fraud. Okay. You know, because fraud is such a broad term, and that's why they that's why they don't tell you 
down to the T exactly what you did. They just say, hey, look at this section of our TOS that has 10 things in it. And one of those 10 things you violated, you know, when they should really just come out and say, hey, this is what you did. But their lawyers won't allow them. Steve, I want to just ask you a quick question because you were talking about that earlier. Do you think this these type of things are happening now to knock off as much dashes as possible because of saturation? Like, do you think that's a... I don't, it's, it's, sure I don't think his situation was, but I, it's a worry of mine that it is, that that is starting to at least come into their brains a bit. We have oversaturations worked for us forever. However, with some new laws in these states, we might want to try undersaturation. Right, yeah. <laughs> I mean, you know, especially if some go to a point where you're getting all, you know, like California, you're getting all these medical perks and stuff till the unions take them away that... You know, and all the, I mean, like you're getting stipends, you're getting prop 22, you're getting all this junk money, you know, it's, you know, it's not, it's, you know, right. you, you know, you got to take advantage of it while you can. Yeah. But you know, it's not going to be there forever. So, so Van, are you, are you planning on forcing them into arbitration or anything to try and get your DoorDash account back? Like you mean like uh, get a lawyer or? Well, it's, it's not a lawyer. Um, because you probably didn't opt out of arbitration, so you can't sue DoorDash. But it's I put I put equipment. him in touch with Bryant Greening Legal Rideshare. Mm. Okay. Yeah, yeah. I I would definitely go that route. Uh, try and force them into reactivating your account. You know, okay. if it's something that, especially as like if they did to me, I'm a full time uh, driver. If they did to me, I definitely need my account. You know, so that's something I would look into. They pay for all, all the arbitration costs. It's nothing out of your pocket. Okay. So, right. And with and with legal rideshare, Brian's really good. At right. What his main thing is, is just like his letterhead usually can scare them back to a reactivation. Like where they're like, he's like, listen, my client, blah, and they don't even read it. They're like, what's his name? Just reactivate him. Yeah, just because yeah, they see that there's a lawyer like, involved. Yeah, they'll, and they're just, like, they'll go, oh, okay. It's, it's two different accounts, same person. Let's just reactivate him. Yeah, but see, that yeah. brings up a whole nother question, too. I mean, I don't know, Kim, have you, have you ever heard? I, I think that's all of us. But Kim, have you ever heard of people doing a second account like or they get deactivated and they get a Google number and then they set up a whole new account? Like, first of all, how does it get past them that he has two accounts? Uh, it's a very good question to, you know. I, I think about this because I've heard other people on other channels talk about having two separate accounts, but um, I always think, don't you have to have your social security number attached to the account? So I don't know how the logistics work on that just because I don't know, maybe I'm just not savvy enough to. Well, when you create an account, that. you use a phone number and email. You don't actually use your social. But don't want to, but, but don't you go through, um, a background check and you have to use your social security through number. A so third, through a third party though. You give the third party your social security number, not DoorDash. But you do put in things like it, address field. Mm -hmm. Okay. So like Gary, you and I, and probably everybody here understands the database world. Why can't it connect and say, no, you're already. Well, it can't block you by address because what if there's multiple people in the same house that dash? You can't do it by that. The only thing you can do, the only unique identifier that we have is our social security numbers. Right. So uh, like on Uber, uh, I don't think I've ever heard of anybody having two Uber accounts because the moment you try and put in your social, it says it's in use. Um, the Driven Dad 
the driving dad checks, has they two. have a second account. He, does, he, has, he has two. He has Ubers. a Uber driving account and he has an Uber Eats account. Well, but that's, but that's we're both no. At but one most point, people though, they were. Them. At, at one point, though, those two were two separate things. Uh-huh. It, because like you could sign up for Uber Eats if you <laughs> didn't have any four dollars. Yeah. He's a hacker over here. Yeah. At, at one point, if you didn't have a four-door vehicle, you would sign up for Uber Eats. But then once you got a four-door, you would have to actually sign up for Uber Rideshare. Yeah. You know, and, and this is the same thing. Whenever I go back between Oklahoma and Florida, whenever I have them switch my markets, I have to specifically tell them, hey, switch my rideshare and my Uber Eats. This is a good point by Mac one. here. This is my buddy Mac. This is a good point. <clears throat> Again, they still use third parties, though. But Checker. what about when they send out the 1099Ks and any NECs? That's through, that's, that's through Stripe. That's not through DoorDash. Mm. They have no database on linking us together, so anybody can I, create I would assume like, they would. Account? I would assume they would, but I, again, it comes down to maybe they don't want to store our Social Security numbers directly with them. Liability, yeah, liability. They would love to actually. (laughs) Well, I, 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 yeah, like, like for instance, Uber, you don't get paid from Uber, Uber does not store your social security number, Razor LLC stores your social security number because Mm -hmm. of liability, right? So maybe that's why DoorDash does it this way as well. They use Stripe and you know, uh, third-party background checker and things like that. So they're not liable for identity theft if it happens to you. Mike, you know, everything that we just talked about leads me to wonder why there already isn't regulation in every state with a company acting like this, a publicly traded company. I personally think that they, and Gary, you might be able to answer this better than me, but I feel like there is like algorithms to these deactivations and also some of these contract violations. You do X, you automatically get a violation. You do Y, you automatically get deactivated. Like, I feel like there is impersonal stuff happening that it's more an algorithm deactivating people than, you know, in Van's case, you know, it got flagged because there's two accounts, automatic deactivation. Like, I feel like there's a lot of algorithm things happening that it's an automatic thing opposed to really figuring out what actually happened. Oh, that's that's how most uh, that's how most of these gig companies operate. It's not one person sitting there reviewing it. You know, they it's an automatic thing. You know, you get reported, whatever. It's an automatic thing. And then once you appeal a human goes and looks at it that or that's how it's supposed to be, you know, with them denying van his appeal. Uh, I mean, that's just, that doesn't make sense to me. You know, they could clearly see that the, the other account was probably never used, yeah. never taken any single dash. It's never done anything, not been logged into, you know, they can be like, oh, okay, it's a mistake. He created a new one because he didn't realize that he had this old one or any any logical person could do that. Right. You know, but we don't know. We don't know where DoorDash's deactivation team is. I mean, if they're the same people that's in the call center when you call to get help, we're all screwed. So again, not- again, though, going back <laughs> to it, what's to stop him from starting a third account right now? That's the well, thing I, that talking about starting another yeah. account that didn't make any sense or starting another account that 
I just feel like there's no consistency because I remember seeing a content creator that got deactivated from DoorDash, I think from a referral link thing or something like that. Yeah, because you're not supposed to share it. You're not supposed to share your referral link except for friends and family. Yeah. So she had on her YouTube and she had like a really, like one of her biggest videos, like 100,000 views or something like that. She tried to get back on DoorDash. Couldn't at all. She even tried, I think she, I think even she have tried a different way. There was no way they were allowing that person to go back. So I was interested that people could have multiple accounts, but like other people can't. It Maybe she or, didn't, maybe she didn't do it properly. Maybe she didn't have the right change number. I don't know. The simplest way is go get your EIN number from the federal government. File with that. Mm. That's what. Uh, yeah, I just feel like here. there should be like no way for anybody who has an existing account to get another account. Like I feel like there should be, I don't know, something out there that I don't know. I it oh, just yeah, it it I don't know. DoorDash like just I, just I feel like they just operate wacky to begin with. So it's kind of like another layer. <laughs> Of them acting even more wacky, I don't know. But Gary yeah, was right. right. He doesn't. He, they're not an employer, so they don't really want to have his. They don't want your information. Like, hey, don't look over here. But and if if that's the case, then you could have ten DoorDash accounts. I think someone uh, I mean, you can get caught. Yeah. Yeah, but I could. I mean, I could just get a Google number. I could go get a new phone. I, could, I there's so many options. Now, now here's another thing Van could do. Uh, I I see somebody else walking in through his house there. They could sign up for DoorDash. Then they could tell DoorDash, hey, I'm subleasing my account to Van. He's going to be one doing the deliveries. And according to the terms of service, as long as he they give seven days notice, Van can use their account. Really? Yep. Yep. There's In the terms of service, it says you are allowed to sublease your account as long as you give DoorDash seven days notice and you have done the background check that is required through DoorDash. I bet you there's a disclaimer that you can't do it to a deactivated driver. It, it doesn't say that. It does not say that. I've read that TOS. You know, that's a lot of times. Yeah. And, I'm sorry yeah. for reading it because I, I haven't read I don't I know. You know, I have not read it. To me, I'll, now I'll probably I'll, uh, use my wife's account uh, if I can't get back with uh, DoorDash. Yeah. Yeah. I guess it doesn't really matter that way either. But I, I guess my thing is, is like, you know, what? It seems like the fault here is at Checker, to in my opinion. And Gary, again, you know, like you're, you've got the tech savvy here because here's what I'm thinking: Checker, like in in the day in the 2015 16 era when it was just rideshare, two companies running you. Yeah, maybe okay that they'd notice or pick up. Who knows? But now you're running a Checker check for every app there is, and they're all using them. So your uh, information is going through Checker maybe 30 times a month, let's say, or whatever. They're 20 in a month and then five the next. Why aren't they saying, okay, that's that's a Checker check for DoorDash and putting a marker on there until they need the next one in his name in case another DoorDash checker comes through so that they know, hey, here we already did that one. Well, because my, my guess is it's they want the money, but yeah, I mean they want money. But and they not, could not put a that, stop to that, right? But checker a checker could, but at the same time, they're a third party. They don't care. Like you you can sign up for checker yourself and pull backgrounds on all of us. As long as we give you our information, checker will, will allow you to pull a background. Understood. Now, they, they don't care if you pull Van's background 10 times because you just paid them $25 each time to pull it. And the only thing that they're giving you is whether or not he passes the background criteria or not. 
I know. I would just think yeah. that that's a sign of even uh, potential um, identity theft, fraud right there. I mean, like if they're seeing that Van's been checked on for DoorDash 10 times in a month, that's weird. But but sometimes they like sometimes they do pull like Uber has pulled mine three times in one month. And and I was like, why are they pulling mine so much? And what it was is the first time like I requested from Checker all three backgrounds that they pulled on me. And the first time that they pulled it, they pulled using an old driver's license. So it came back as suspended. Well, then, you know, of course, once that happens, you know, my app says, hey, your driver's license is not valid. We need you to update your driver's license before you can drive, blah, blah, blah. So then I submitted my new driver's license and my new address. And they, they pulled all three backgrounds and Checker gave them the information for the states that they wanted to pull. So like my driver's license from Florida but currently I'm in Oklahoma. So when they pull, they pull Florida and Oklahoma at the same time to make sure I have no violations in either state. Hmm. I just can't believe we're talking about EV tolls, like electric vertical takeoff and landing vehicles that are going to be like the Jetsons and autonomous cars, but they don't have a way to, and, and we can't, we can't see if their out computers are working correctly. This guy has I mean, an account already. <laughs> and this is a tech company. <laughs> yeah. A lot of tech. I don't know. I had a theory. Now, this is a tenfold hat theory, Van, but I'm going to say it. Nice. Uh, <laughs> okay. I want to hear it. Okay. I do too. <laughs> so, you have DoorDash delivery and your name on a lot of, all like, you know, majority of platforms, right? Right. And you already know how TikTok feels when you, <laughs> you know, you, funny, hilarious stuff. Talking about people not tipping, no trip. I'm not getting your food. Go, right. you know, take the bus, bozo. <laughs> you know, get, the, you know, get the microwave. Do you think that DoorDash? Somebody was watching that. I was like, this guy's making us look bad. He's not, you know. And possible. It's possible. And maybe they're giving you this kind of crap, and you. And I think by going through arbitration and really pushing it, they're going to put you back on. But you think like, is that a possibility? Uh, absolutely, absolutely. Yeah. I got Tony Shoe's uh, face on one of my YouTube thumbnail. <laughs> well, I have that too. <laughs> but I'm more, I don't know. Because TikTok is a big deal. And, and you've possible. been getting a lot it's of possible. really disgusting messages. I've seen some that you've posted, like really aggressive. Oh, so yeah. I'm wondering if someone is like giving you a hard time because of that. Yeah, it, it's possible. Yeah. Or it mm -hmm. could be uh, with promoting a uh, Para app. That, that's another possibility. Mm. I don't know. Yeah. I don't know. Oh, why? But why would the Para app have to do with two uh, accounts? Well, not the accounts. I'm just saying, like, okay, they see this, and then they're like, okay, what else? Or what could we do to get him off? Okay, he had right. an account a long time. You know what I mean? Like, I'm just again, really tenfold hat stuff. We have no. No, I was just yeah, asking. I was asking Van because I was wondering, oh. you know, what could have done, what could have tricked that. Just, I'm only asking because, still to this day, we don't know anybody that's been deactivated. But right. Well, uh, maybe I, I've been, uh, you know, back mounting the non-tippers or maybe. Uh, but I remember you did do something for for the para team recently. Right. I promoted the para app uh, about a month ago. Yeah. See, maybe. OK, so maybe that's what I'm remembering from your Tuesday live stream. Didn't you say something about a, maybe I'm totally wrong, but didn't you say something about a video? Like video, something about uh, your YouTube channel, a video, something was like relate maybe in the email in your deactivation or something oh the, the door that's a scam video 
Yeah, I, mean, I don't remember which one it was or what. I just thought you related it to one of your YouTube videos too, and I because I thought oh, I found okay. that interesting that they were like looking at that. Like, why are they watching his channel? You know, we joke about it, but oh, uh, you, you DoorDash watch actually all these good companies watch every channel. Okay, uh, I mean, if you don't think they do, you're crazy. Like, I I know YouTubers in the past that got deactivated for live streaming rides. You're right. Yeah, you yeah that's possible. And, yeah. and the only way you can know that. I mean, it is to watch the stream, but for the second thing, like the only person that can ever know who's doing that would be the employee of that company. Because who's going to know who drops somebody off at one, 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 zero, one. I mean, come on. Even if we've seen that on a curb or on a house, we'd like, we have no clue where this is. Right. You know? Yeah. That's, that's why anytime you live stream anything, even like people post screenshots, always tell them, make sure there's no customer information anywhere in there right? because that is a huge privacy concern for any gig company is if they're, if they know their customer information is being leaked, they're going to be very on top of that because they don't want customers thinking that their platform can't be trusted. Mm. Yeah, that's possible. Yeah. Kim, Kim's been a huge advocate in the way that uh, I always was too. Like I, I have my other gigs too, like laser and other things. But like, if you're just in the gig world, I mean, Kim's always like have all the apps booted up, have them already at your disposal. You know, like even the ones you're not using. I used to think like, I used to think way back, like onboard to one at a time and try and get a promo out of it or whatever. But I think there's more, since a lot of times they're not even more that these days it's more just just yeah just on board to everything sign up to everything yeah. i'm telling you sign up i know i was talking to gary i think before anybody else joined in and you know doordash for me completely glitched and shut down tonight so you know multi-app 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 like don't skip a beat and don't i hate to say don't trust one company don't put all your eggs in one basket because Absolutely. Stuff like this happens every single day to every single driver. And to me, you never know when it's going to happen. So I always say be prepared for the worst. And you have all these apps to fall back on. I might not use every single one of them, but I know I have them in my arsenal in case I need them. Like I have never done an Instacart, but doesn't mean that I don't have Instacart. I do. It's the last resort for me, but I know I at least have it in my arsenal and it's ready to go. So I say don't trust these apps because you just, you never know. I'm the same way. I've never done Spark, but guess what? If I need to, I'll turn it on and go figure Absolutely. it out. <laughs> oh, you need to do Spark. Yeah. So, okay. I'm glad you said this, Mac, because this is so, I mean, we're still trying to get that back together, that curry one, but, uh, I'm glad that you're still having good luck with it. I turned Mac onto it a long time ago, you guys, and we pushed him right through on a waiting list. He's in Portland, Oregon, and he uh, he does well in Curry, too. Nice. Well, you've seen the Curry offer I sent you the other day. I know, dude. Wow. <laughs> I mean, like, I'd rather go Instacart shopping. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe not. <laughs> but <laughs> no, um, offer, Van, so you don't – I know you did, but you don't do rideshare anymore, huh? Uh Uber background check uh, issue, yeah. And no Lyft? Uh, Lyft, uh, I I didn't get approved uh, when I was in Dayton, Ohio. Yeah. Oh. I have, a, I have a small crime from 2004. Yeah. Oh, the Petty. prevented ride share, okay. Uh, I, yeah. 
So, um, but I think with with uh, this current situation, I think if you push a little bit more, they'll probably put you back on DoorDash, regardless of yeah, all the stuff. Especially yeah, if it's just if it's just a, a a double account situation, I don't think it's. I think you're right. They they want they they want to shut the people down and not really complain too much about it and move on to other uh, drivers and stuff. But if you push back and say no, this is not right. Like I said, they probably don't want to be bothered and like, okay, sure. Let's just uh, reactivate the person. Okay. Um, how come Uber or I'm trying to figure this out? Sorry. How come Uber, how come Uber or Grubhub never goes down like DoorDash? I, they do. I mean, if any of the apps, I've had DoorDash Uber go down, down on me a lot of times now. through the years. On especially for rideshare, I've had issues. Mm-hmm. It yeah. usually gets fixed pretty quick. But I'm gonna. I mean, I'm in a big enough city; it should never happen. Well, uh, well, now, now, as of today, Uber actually has their own uh, database centers, to where uh, DoorDash is still using AWS and things like that. You know, Uber actually built their own center, so. They they do everything in house, so that's why they don't have as many issues. <laughs> Bust that bozo! <laughs> What's up, Arturo? Uh, uh. But yeah, so okay, we we talked a little bit about the independent contractor model. Is it going to hold? The, the I think one of the bigger questions that I've seen is like like an issue right now is the is where these companies are. <laughs> I mean, you know, we've seen them decline. And we, I mean, we, Gary and I have talked endlessly about the fact we never think Uber will go under. It's too big to fail kind of thing. It just is, you know, it's, it's worldwide. It's even if it, even if it does more horrible than 5.9 billion in a lost quarter, but um, even if it continues that it's built inroads with like cities and counties and states and countries and it takes you to voting or to vaccinations or testing or this or that or for free. So it has so many ends that, but I'm kind of feeling like, and I, I was thinking we were talking that maybe Lyft will merge with something here, right? I'm feeling like not just from the dip on Wednesday, but that Lyft might be nearing their end. Mm. Honestly. Is there any is there any like publications or any kind of articles that come out? Because usually just the value of their company, how much they're down in rideshare. Mm-hmm. Um, I mean, they have. I mean, I was going through their Q1 report. It was just, it's just awful. I mean, it's not just the numbers. It's it's like awful across the board. Yeah, you know. I'm wondering I mean, that because usually what happens is someone is going to sneak, uh, sneak uh, or leak information about the company if they think the, like, in, like uh, was it was it Go oh, um, Grubhub. Like a lot of information is leaking about how everything's all messed up and how they, you know, obviously they brought that, you know, $7 billion company and realized it was a bad idea. I'm wondering if like if Lyft, it could happen in a few weeks where they're going to, someone's going to leak something. It's going to be on one of these newspapers, business site or whatever. Oh, this, they're doing something wrong or they're looking to break off or whatever. So um, I, I wouldn't be surprised at this point. And all the tech stocks are dropping. I mean, my portfolio has been taking a shellacking. I, mean, yeah, look I, at my, I don't really want to look at my phone but, anymore. Quick show. That yeah. Ponzi scheme. I've wasted all my money on that. <laughs> wait, wait. Did you have Luna? Did you have Luna? No, I have Luna. I have oh, okay. Ethereum and Bitcoin. They're both getting destroyed. It's like, why, why did I put my money in this? But all, all the tech companies are getting destroyed. Yeah. Okay. So it's like, Everything's down across the board right now between stocks and crypto. But here, everything but here is a noticeable difference. Okay. All, mm-hmm. Both these 
both these SAAS companies or middlemen or whatever we want to call them, um, specifically Lyft and Uber, have sold off all their junk industries. They got, they've gotten rid of the trash. They're not trying to fly cars into the ocean and kill sharks or whatever they do with scuba and they've got rid of that scuba was a real thing and that's gone come on i mean they're just done with the junk they've raised the prices upward of 200 to 300 percent on passengers there's been no driver pay increase um lyft ipo so wait uber ipo just under 50 right gary uh yeah 40 48 so 48 they ipo'd on on the dow too so they ipo'd and they're at about half their value now lyft ipo'd on the nasdaq which is more volatile more volatile for companies like this and it in it it ipo'd at like 78 dollars. 72 for lyft okay. 45 for uber and now what's lyft at today Lyft is at 19 and Uber's at 23. So approximately mm. maybe 25% of mm. their value. DoorDash is down to 69. I just, for Lyft, when I look at the lines and graphs, and I just don't see anything in, on any of the charts that shows me, well, at least they're doing this or this is happening and they don't have an Uber Eats. They don't have a, you know. I personally think out of all of them, I think Grubhub is not going to make out of all of the apps that are out there. I think Grubhub is not going to make it. But just real quick, because it just it just actually came to me and I actually have a question for Van. So, Van, if you actually get re go back onto DoorDash, do you want to go back to DoorDash after all of this? Absolutely. Yeah. It's not the first time I've been deactivated. So, you know. <laughs> <laughs> It won't be the last. It's not yeah. the first. Been deactivated from uh, Lyft, from <laughs> Uber, from DoorDash for the second time, and uh, that, that's all I can think of. Yeah. <laughs> you know that kind of speaks volumes too. I'm I'm glad you said that. That like you, <laughs> you've been deactivated a handful of times, and you've always been able to come back from it. Yeah, I, I use a different phone number and email for, to uh, yeah re-sign up. You know. That's what I was saying. It's like I, you could just do that forever, man. <laughs> with the way with the way we were just talking about checker, you could. Right. But I guess my my concern. So that was just speaking of Lyft, but now just in the general. And I know everything. I know cryptos. I saw Hannibal your 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 picture of crypto going through the yeah, table. It's, it's, man, <laughs> the guy's looking at idea. it going down underneath the table. I'm still holding because I'm an idiot. Like, uh, what, what am I supposed to do? Yeah, <laughs> I'm, I'm down so much. Right? I have to hold. So I I get, yeah. I get that, but this this all happening seems somewhat like a perfect storm. Or is it, I mean, is it just me? I'm not saying it's going to happen, but it seems like a perfect storm where it's like everything's down. There's not a real good sign about when it's going to come back up. It's not performing. They're not performing strong at all. None of them. I mean, none of some can say they're better than others, but none of them are doing well. No, um, not, you know, some, thinking. some are just like beyond failing. It's they're almost borderline a joke. And I mean, where, so, I mean, where does this keep going? Well, <laughs> they, they've now think? raised the prices. They've tried 200, 250%. They said that that was the issue. They didn't raise the driver, the driver rate, but they raised 250% for airport. They definitely rates. did not rise, raise the driver rate. I, I, I said <laughs> right. that the other day. Yeah. I, I did three lift rides. I was like, hell no. The only <laughs> thing that they do do are these crazy promos. 
Yeah. $38 to $4,200 to do 250 rides in 30 to 60 days, depending on the market. Those are just crazy because people do that, like me as a veteran driver. If I see that, I do that. And then I, I don't do 251 rides. I do 250 and I'm done because <laughs> I know I'm not making the guarantee. Who do you I'm think... just doing it to do the, in fact, what would I do? I would probably get the Maximo app, set it for one mile and one go downtown. Mile, shorts, shorts. Yeah. yeah. I'm only, I'll go, yeah. I'll go, I'll, I'll go a mile to pick you up. See, I was thinking about this the other day. There's nobody to buy Lyft except for Uber. And if Lyft goes under, Uber doesn't need to buy Lyft. I don't know that uber needs lift anyway because all that they all that they have is a database yeah, well that's what i'm saying like the database of lift i would think lift. like 90 percent of them are already on ubers right and, and doordash <laughs> already said that they don't want to be in people delivery the the interview what a couple weeks back he, he said you know delivering people is not our thing right you know and so there's there's nobody to buy lift <laughs> Well, Sorry, I'm, I'm laughing at the German dad, Tony. He said Grubhub will buy them. <laughs> uh, with what, though? Well, yeah, with what, though? I mean, like, they, food Grubhub like... has no money. <laughs> and, and the thing is, is Lyft is valued at, what, $24 billion is what their company is valued at? Who comes up with these numbers? I, I don't know. Because <laughs> <laughs> these are based on a, a database. Yeah. Just a, yeah. It's not brick and mortar. They don't own the cars. This isn't, I mean, it's crazy. They don't own anything. That's why I was glad to see that get around story. I don't know if you saw that, Gary, but that was a that's that was a bit. I was like actually a little impressed. I was a little hopeful that you know, like that in 2019, get around had 350 cities. They acquired Drivey in the UK for 300 million dollars, and now. And so basically that was in December, 2019, right before the pandemic. And now they're in 800 US and European cities. Get around. Interesting. Oh, I'm not saying that they're the solution to all these problems, but they sure seem to be the next, oh, the only closest thing to being another ride share company. Well, I, well, competition I is always a good thing. Though. The bigger you go, the more money you lose. Like, yeah. like I, I always uh, pictured a future to where every city is going to be like the taxis. They're all going to have their own app, and that's what people are going to use. Because eventually, these big companies, they're going to be like, well, we can't afford this any longer. You know, I mean, sure, you can do it for 10, 15, 20 years, but eventually, every company goes under unless there's a government bailout. You know, I so mean, sad. somebody asked me the other day, they were like, I can't remember who it was somebody on Twitter. <laughs> I think it was even like, I'm not kidding. It was like Vina Dubal, somebody who I just occasionally have conversation with. And she's like, can you name me one good female, one um, uh, not corrupt female CEO? And I was like, of course I can. I started sitting down I'm like, hmm. <laughs> I couldn't think of any CEOs that are corrupt. I was like, Damn, like, oh, I don't, I don't know. Mm. Um, but you know, it's I don't know, it's just it's crazy. I don't know if uh like Van Van and I live in the same market, and here in Denver, I don't know, Van, if your take is exactly the same as mine, but this is a good city to live in for gig work. Yeah, a, a lot of cities aren't weed. I love Denver, I love Denver, I love Colorado. <laughs> yeah, I mean, but I'm saying like 
like it's any of the apps, maybe not a couple, but you know, some people in a lot of markets are like, well, this app works, this doesn't, these are too oversat. Like, I feel like here you can, you really can work a lot of them and stay busy. We have a good right. demographic. We have a, a good 25 to 35 year old uh, demographic here in Denver. And I think that that really helps. And it, it's hard, it's hard to get parking spaces if you live downtown now and all that's kind of gone away. And I think people have built, a lot of them have kind of ditched on the car a bit and, right. uh, and definitely want their food. I mean, one thing about Denver people is they've given up on going shopping or doing it <laughs> themselves. <laughs> Some cities aren't quite that bad here. It is. I mean, it's like, everybody's like, well, somebody can bring it to me. Why would I go get it myself? <laughs> yeah i don't know i just when i hear about people doing a 50 dollar dinner you know like and they're broke but you're getting it's like going back to the luxury that this is a, all of these are luxuries conversation yeah. yeah of course they are because like if if you get a, a meal for you and your two kids for 50 bucks through uber eats and that's the only 50 bucks you had why didn't you go to the store well, you know, the respons fiscal responsibility that most of us don't have, like things we should. That's pretty common caveman knowledge. I mean, I'm a victim of it. I buy things I sometimes I probably shouldn't. Um, but with your last fifty dollars? No. Okay, that's no, what no, I'm no, saying. No. Like the last fifty dollars, like, I'm buying a bunch of ramen noodles. A bunch yeah. of ramen noodles. Right. <laughs> a cup of soup. Yeah, exactly, man. Like you got to go really look out, and that's got to be like. It, to get you through to you figure it out but you don't order uber eats and go i'll figure it out tomorrow some people do steve i'm telling you that, i know actually that is that is the point they go they they, they 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 get their paid on friday and they go out to the club and they go out to get drinks and they're like let future let future hannibal worry about this i'm going out and then future hannibal has to deal with it because he went to the club and spent all his money so it's like people have make these decisions all the time and they have to spend 200 on that new outfit to go to the club so exactly. there goes their yeah and then, then come monday they're cuddling with people <laughs> listen when i'm able to buy that bentley for my cuddling money gary you're going to be the one. i'll be the one laughing <laughs> You can point fingers at every single one of us, Hannibal. Yeah, exactly. Good. Don't worry. I'll be here. I'll have uh, my money. Actually, if you stuff. have a Bentley, you won't be here. Yeah, probably not. No. So <laughs> let's 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 try this question. Um, Van, we'll start with Van. And never, but let's all do this. What what is uh what's your favorite app right now? Not all time, not but if Currently. you had to go work an app and you could only work one this week. <clears throat> Because I know we all change with the Ubeats, Ubeats, Ubeats. Is that because you're deactivated from DoorDash though? Uh, no. Uh, you six, would choose it. Okay. 60% of my uh, food delivery income comes from uh, Ubeats. Yeah. Okay. Are we doing, doing uh, Remix? Right. Yeah. My, mine currently is Amazon. So Amazon Flex. Flex. Yes. Yeah, I mean, I mean, it could be because I'm updating Flex Alert and I'm doing more Amazon, but <laughs> right. Is it because that that's good too? Now where you are in Oklahoma? Well, yeah, I, I couldn't do it in Florida because the closest place was you know 70 miles away, and Oklahoma it's 10 miles away. So, gotcha. you know, I've I've always preferred Amazon, Whole Foods, simple, quick, easy money. And Hannibal is, a, I'm sure, Rover. But if, if, but if I, yeah, if we were talking about yeah. food delivery or shopping, <laughs> yeah, yeah um, not DoorDash is still the most 
um, popular app in my area where I know if I had one app to use for dinner shift, I know I would get majority of good orders, at least decent orders from DoorDash. Kim. It's going to pay me to say this, but it's going to be DoorDash. (laughs) Um, As much as I don't agree with a lot of the stuff that they do, it's really, it's, it's, it's booming in my area. I can still, if I shut off every other app besides DoorDash, I can still make my goal for my day. So it just so happens to be by multi-apping, I just make it quicker. So Mm -hmm. I'll go with DoorDash. Well, they they send you a lot of orders though, but they're not always the best orders. Yeah. Right. But you know, they got what that fifty nine percent of the market in the country. That's about right. You're you're gonna get you know the order a lot of orders from there. But Kim, like Kim, what what would the I mean, just take a guess. And I know you're you actually can do this because you do this every night. So if you one, you know, if you were working three hours in the evening, same three hours, DoorDash one night, Uber Eats another, same volume type on both nights. How much off would you be on your Uber Eats earnings? A lot. Uber Eats has almost been non-existent in my area. If it was a weekend day, I might have a hope and a prayer, but a weekday, no. (laughs) Um, It has really has deteriorated so much in my area that that's why DoorDash has just dominated my area. And it used to be the other way around, like last summer. And maybe it's a summer thing because I'm by a beach town. Like I was, I was rocking Uber. It was my favorite app and it was like my bread and butter multi-apping and completely flip-flopped with DoorDash. And I don't know what happened, but DoorDash is definitely the top right now. So that if I did one day with DoorDash and one day with Uber, they wouldn't be able to compare. Wow. Like, I mean, I know you don't, you don't need to share exact numbers, but like, multiple dollars an hour off over ten dollars an hour off yeah easy like i would like the it's not that uber is not sending good quality orders which they do like sometimes my best stacked orders come from uber and that's a lot of times what i use uber for but i can go an hour two hours without getting just even one order and then all of a sudden i'll get like a really good uber eats order so the volume with DoorDash that comes in, like I can probably get 10, 15 orders or offers, I should say, per hour. Granted, I can't do all of them, but at least get the offers to choose from Uber. I don't even have that opportunity. Hmm. Yeah, I mean, I've been watching the, I watched uh, the Driven Dad say Lyft. I mean, I'm watching all these different answers come in and it's so funny because we all always talk about all these different markets and how much different they are. And here's the proof right here. Everybody's saying different things, man. Mm -hmm. Absolutely. I mean, and it's so true. It really is. It's the first question you need to talk about when you're talking with other people in other States, you need to be like, Hey, where do you live? What's the size of the town? What kind of town is it? Is it college town? Is it retirement? What do you got going? Exactly. And and what apps do you have available there? Because if you only have like two apps available. Mm -hmm. Right. Well, I would imagine any town, Population 50,000, 60,000 plus would probably have most or all. No, because like in Florida, I got Uber Eats, I got Uber, Lyft, and DoorDash. Um, Grubhub is, I mean, it's okay, but for the most part, that's all I got. Mm-hmm. 
And just going back, Steve, I don't think I answered also your question probably the right way now that I'm thinking about it. If you're talking about like dollar per hour, probably DoorDash, I can still generate $25 to $30 an hour. Uber, I'll be lucky if I break like $15 an hour just based off of the orders that come in. Yeah, that is what I was I was trying to ask it without Sorry. asking what you kind of well no, I didn't want to ask I actually you yeah. answered it perfect the first time too cuz I didn't want to ask you what you made an hour cuz it's you know. Now what about know. Spark or any of those? You, you can um, Spark on is amazing in my the payouts of Spark are amazing. The thing at least in my area with Spark Spark is is only as good as your Walmart that you have in your area. I only have one Walmart and my Walmart started the very first week I started on Spark. And I don't think they quite worked out their kinks and their staffing levels for the demand of what Spark is doing. But the money is absolutely crazy, especially on shop and delivers that actually just opened up in my area last week um, for my, my Walmart. And the, the other day I did, uh, what was it, 30, $32, 30 30 something dollars to do one box of rice. Really? <laughs> one box of rice, I shop for one box of rice. So do you think eventually that will take over your as your main gig? Yeah, and, and you know, I've been working differently. If I don't know whether, you, whether you've noticed it, but I've been working differently. Like, and a lot of this is family based too because my daughter started school. So drop the daughter off, I do a couple of sparks. Then I go to food delivery for like the lunch rush. And then I'll do maybe one or two more sparks before the evening shift like really kicks in. And then I go back to food delivery for like the dinner rush. So I feel like I'm working a little different to accommodate spark just because the payouts are ridiculous. And, you know, I know we don't talk money amounts, but I'm going to talk money amounts for like a half a second. I'm just going to give yesterday as an example, it was Wednesday. Wednesday is usually one of my slowest days of the week, and I'm usually struggling. I did $260 just yesterday alone on eight hours. I'm sorry, no, seven hours um, worth of work yesterday. Nice. So less, less hours, and I'm getting home quicker. I can be with my family. I'm getting my daughter to school, so to me, Still making more money, but less hours and being home with the family. And to me, that's a win in my book. Mm-hmm. How, how long have you been doing gig work, Kim? I started part-time three three years ago, DoorDash. Okay. Um, and then full-time, it's uh, about a year and a half, almost two years now. See, I, I've always said this, that one, once, once full-time people do it, when you first start out, you're like balls to the wall. You work all kinds of crazy hours. But mm-hmm. then you eventually, about two years in, you you find that niche that gets you home in time. So yeah. you're like, oh, like a like a nine to five. You're like, boom, I'm out by eight a.m. I'm back home by four p.m. Guess what? I spend the rest of the night with the family. Yeah, <laughs> and and that's exactly. I hate to say it, it's almost by like by the book exactly. You know, I would work like okay, I'm I'm a go I'm a go getter to begin with. So like, I'm just gonna go out. I'm just gonna work and. Now every night, you know, I was working until 10, 11 o'clock at night. Now I'm home by like eight o'clock almost every night now. And it's family time. It's TV. TV. I actually know what a TV is at this point. Like I didn't even know what a TV was for like two years. (laughs) Yeah, Kim. I always say Kim's one of the hardest workers in this because every day she's out there working 
and then every day she's like editing dropping a video but then we got van too. look at van like van's like a flex he's like live streaming on every platform at all times <laughs> like literally like i'll go i'll get on to i think i've even seen you live streaming on tiktok sometimes instagram two different platform uh simultaneously oh you do yeah <laughs> okay <laughs> like if you're doing instagram you're doing tiktok too right yeah 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 but i mean you live stream a lot i don't know i mean I, i'm not gonna put it on I do. youtube I do. Or, yeah. yeah i do i do uh i don't know it's just it's kind of like uh you know my uh subscriber keeping me uh company you know it's oh yeah like, no I, yeah. I mean yeah it's like, i mean like dashing with uh all your friends you know but except they're not in the car with you, you know? definitely <laughs> Yeah, no, I That's mean, I, like, yeah. you know, yeah, if I'm out doing stuff, by. I, I right. prefer these days to be in those streams because, you know, sometimes I'll, you know, some, sometimes I'm just like working at home on another gig for the laser company. And I've got like an iPad over here with a Flex's channel going because I like his lo-fi lo beats. Right. And so I'm over here working <laughs> and then I'll hear him swear, or say something in Russian real loud. I'm like, what's going on over here? Like, <laughs> <laughs> so, I do that with Flex's channel too. I'll have it up on one screen. I'm programming on the other. But I have to not watch it. I have to have it oh. behind me kind of <laughs> <laughs> until he does something or I hear I'm another gonna, car crash into his or something. I'm going to say one more thing on Spark. I'm going to say one more thing on Spark just real quick. I could probably do my probably a $400 a day on Spark easily. But I'm, I'm so programmed not to rely on one app just because of everything we've learned from the food delivery world. Like, and if that's the one thing I can like give advice on, and I usually don't give advice on anything is diversify everything. Don't rely on that one app because you never know when it's not going to work anymore. And Absolutely. that's like, that's, that's the whole thing about multi-apping. Don't rely on one app because they're they're not loyal to you. So, you know, don't be loyal to the apps. Mm -hmm. yeah, go Absolutely. where the money is. Go where the money Even beyond they're not the loyal to you. They could, de they could deactivate you. And and here's even a, the weirdest situation. They could deactivate you and they meant to deactivate Hannibal. Right. <laughs> yeah. Well, not that you'd do anything, Hannibal, but... <laughs> Inactivity. That's about it. <laughs> <laughs> you know i mean but honestly like that can happen and then there's no resolution to it either you're just deactivated it's just it's so weird you know it's deactivated as an independent contractor and just the two don't go together because it's actually a way of saying fired <laughs> you're fired right. that's why that'll really work confusing. here man <laughs> yeah it's a little like we're looking all right so when we when we are dealing with a situation we're looking for like a like a a manager or, or HR person to figure this out because in a W two you have a problem with a customer or another coworker, you talk to a human being about it, or you you go through a process where you talk to other human beings. But with these apps, there the, the algorithm is trying to manage people, and they're not there yet. They're not, the technology, the algorithm is not perfect to believe one person or not. So they just go, you know, it's ones and zeros, and then people get caught up with you know simple things like extra account or or just flat out customers lying and. The algorithm is not smart to figure out who's telling the truth. They're like, well, just deactivate the person anyway. Like, I think the you can't replace a human being is what probably what I'm trying to say is. Yeah, we're nowhere close to that. But Van, what what are your backup apps? We know you do delivery, but do you have Ship? Do you have Curry? Do you have? I do. Um, 
I uh, Uber Eats, uh, Grubhub, uh, minus DoorDash, uh, Amazon Flex, Spark, uh, Instacart, uh, Rody. Uh, that's one more. I uh, that's one more. I have eight apps. Uh, are you are you active on all, or are you just are you are you ready? Are you like already onboarded, but you haven't worked them, or have you worked all of them? I worked all the all of them. Yeah. Okay. So uh, I think seven apps minus uh, well eight apps minus uh, DoorDash. Yeah. But you're. I know you're primarily food, but you still do work these other apps, right? Correct. Yeah. Okay. So. Yeah, I mean, again, I think that's the new answer. I used to say quite, I used to say quite the opposite. Like, man, just find the one that you that's working for you and stick with it. No, no, mainly, like, mainly, I do a many uh, a lot of apps because it's for YouTube. You know, I do it for the tube. Yeah. Well, <laughs> and that probably, but that's kind of like the fire under your under your butt to get you motivated. To, Fine, right. I'll go do some shipped. And all of a sudden, maybe you're kind of like, wow, I actually did well on shipped today. Maybe I'll try it tomorrow too. I think that that's part of the cool things about live streaming. It kind of gets you to commit to an amount of time like, without being able to go, this sucks today. I'm, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to call it, <laughs> you know? Um, but yeah, I mean, I don't know how, how all, all of us here tonight, I don't know how all of us find the time. We actually all have stories that I'm learning all of our backgrounds and we all have like uh, at least, Van, I don't know if you have kids, but all the rest of us do. <laughs> Okay. I have a furry daughter. I have a dog. Okay. Holly. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Um, you know, but I'm turning 50 in two weeks, you guys. Oh, wow. Like, wow. Happy birthday. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, I'm not really. I feel like right. when I live stream, it kind of gets me away from all the all the other stuff that we do on a daily basis. So I feel like sometimes live streaming is like therapeutic. <laughs> Yeah, it is. Yeah, it could be yeah. a, a addicting too. Addictive. Yeah, it might also help you control. I've never, you know, I can't say because I've never done the vlog. I've never done a drive along, or like taking a GoPro, other than in the woods on my snowboard or backcountry and stuff like that. I've never taken a GoPro into a grocery grocery store and like, and done that. Like I'm, I do my thing on YouTube and with the podcast, but. um I don't know. I would think that maybe it would might help me kind of a little bit too. <laughs> like, okay. There's some people watching. I'm not going to, I'm not going to go all, um, and Roy, I know you're watching or listening, but, uh, I'm not going to go all old school Roy, like kick a can and punch a car. <laughs> don't do that. Yes. Don't do that. <laughs> Take a break. You know, I, I've seen some like crazy live streamers too. Like, you know, like most of like, I, I'll see Kim do her live stream, you know, it'd be just her cell phone. But like while I'm out working, I see these people that got these big old sticks and these big old cameras, not just a phone, but like a whole setup. Production set. Yeah. It's like, wow. like, that's a little crazy <laughs> just for food delivery. It's a yeah. little like, over the top, but I'm, that's I'm like $2,000 setup. I mean, <laughs> yeah, I don't, I don't know. Um, Steve, you should try it. Do one. 
do one ride along video. Uh, oh, oh, is that what Hanwell's going to challenge you to one ride along video? Okay, uh, yeah. okay I'll, do, I'll, I'll do. I'll do. I'll do one Instacart, and I will see if I can get deactivated on the one. Trip. <laughs> yeah, it'll just take one one shop for you, probably. You have, you yeah, I gotta. Say, I mean, I gotta save that too because I'm. I I've decided, Hannibal. We talked about this a while back, uh, Van. Maybe this. Maybe you'll have a, a view on this too. But all of us have our moral compass. You know, like it doesn't take me a day to think about things and go, well, I'm, I think I'm okay with that. Like, you just know, like, would I be okay seconds. doing that? Using parents, <laughs> things like that. But like, I was talking about starting a dumpling business, which I'm doing right now. And I said, I'm going to go out in a blaze of glory against Instacart. I'm going to staple my card to every order until a customer calls it in. I'm just kidding. I mean, and I, we were talking about, you know, is that, is that like, is that is that ethical? And I'm like, you know, I don't know, but my my instincts are telling me it's okay. What 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 is dumpling? Uh, it rings a bell, but uh... dumpling is true independent contractor platform. You build your own clients, but you can do everything. It doesn't have to just be shopping. You could do delivery. You could yeah. do dog walking services, like Hannibal does. You could do they a lot of dumpling customers. Um, they actually build these businesses, and a lot do very very well. I've had I've I've met quite a lot of them. And they get the codes to people's houses or people will say, hey, can you put the food in the in the um, after they get to know them? Can you put the food in the fridge? Because I don't get home till six and they give them a key to the house. They're like, hey, when you're here, could you let the dog out? Hey, we're going to go out of town this weekend. Would you watch the dog? You're allowed to take on any services you want and use the dumpling card and be on the platform with a profile. Yeah, it's a it's a personal assistant. basically. Okay. Gotcha. I mean, you got to build it. You got to build it. But like everybody I know that did grocery were old Instacart shoppers that had had it. And they've all done extremely well if they put in the time because they they just, you know, they were letting people know. And basically, like I'll use Matt again as an example. Um, Matt up in Chicago is like one of the top five dumpling shoppers. He started off by letting two of his family members know he was starting a his own instacart as far as they knew and he you're allowed to make your own pricing model how tips work they have they have like classes that you can take just through the app watching them to learn how to try and price this stuff out but his telling two of his family members has him to the point where he can't take on new clients now he has enough where he's just crushing it wow well because what, what one person because what because both those people said wow this is awesome it's the same guy every time He's coming in. He's putting the groceries away. I trust him. It's tr that's the biggest word, trust. trust. Yeah. You and so all of a sudden person. they're like, wait, I don't have to deal with Instacart anymore? Yeah. And they're like, great. You know? And so they refer it to a friend. It's just, I mean, it's almost like word of mouth. You don't even need your advertising. Right. What, wasn't it Celeste? Wasn't that the one yeah. that hired somebody else too? Yeah, I think she's she, working yeah. on her second now. She's yeah. actually, she's like a business now, man. Yeah, she, she's actually got employees. Yeah. Which we yeah. were kind of laughing at when she was on because- it was like, wait, you've been fighting the independent contractor model. And she's like, I know, but I went to sit, I do this city council thing and they were telling me how I'm going to be better as an escort. But I was like, Oh my God, what have you done? So, <laughs> but she's, uh, um, shopping by the seas seashore and she's by Kim. She's in Atlantic city. Um, but she's like there, she's either their first or their second, uh, highest earner. She's a six figure earner. And she's got it down to like 40, 50 hours a week with wow. set clients. 
like wow. yeah, if, especially if you are around like apartment complexes or really big buildings and you could walk in and maybe I don't know if they have they allow you to put like advertisements around, but you can say, Hey, listen, I'll shop for you guys. You guys don't have to worry about it. I let if you live in a building or not, or even near the building, they know you. There's again, trust is the biggest part of this where you get the same person taking care of you. You're not, you know, gambling with a different Instacart shopper. Some are good, some are bad. So if you put the hustle to it, you could definitely build it. Like it, it makes sense because people will look at it and they, they don't, I don't think they have a lot of loyalty with the platforms, right? Like if you order food, I think you, I have a door, I have DoorDash, I have Grubhub, I have, there's no loyalty necessarily unless you get a membership. But when it, when it comes to taking care of certain things, like your kid, your dog, shopping and stuff like that, you get someone you can trust, they'll pay, you know, if they have the money, they'll t- pay and take care of you. Yeah. I, I fully agree. I mean, like you, I think you could do great on a dumpling type model. And like you were just saying with loyalty, I mean, I'm, I actually think that I'm just guessing from what I know from you, but that Rover, maybe you do have a little more, more loyalty because they have, you get paid better. It's like I am with Curry, you know, it's like, I wouldn't yeah, go the, out the in a blaze of glory me, against them. Yeah. The algorithm sends me good clients or the clients look at my profile. So it, it does make sense, but I still get paid. I still have clients that pay me through Venmo or Cash App. So, um, I should, again, I should do the, the dumpling thing because I walk dogs. I have keys to owner's houses right in my, you know, in my key ring. Like I can, you know, so I go to different apartment buildings. If I did the shopping thing, I know I can do it. It's just I'm lazy about the shopping thing. But I can you definitely even go into an apartment that, complex. And, hey, listen, you see me every day. I'm walking dog. You see me doing this. I'll shop for you. There's a grocery store down the stairs. I'll do this. I'll put it in your house. I'll put it in the fridge. I'll take all that. Just give me a fee. I know that's definitely something I can do. If I put some effort into it. Or even dog supplies or like last minute food. I mean, you can use the dumpling card for that. So if you had a client that said, hey, we just ran out of food. Is there any way you could go pick us up some? You're like, yeah. Definitely. You know, because you're you're doing it through dumpling. So you can, I don't know, Van, you might want to look into it. It's free. Okay. It's, uh, it's free to get it set up. How, how much does the company charge? Is it kind of like, uh, uh, kind of like Uber, but with uh, personal assistance? <laughs> No, because they're not feeding you customers, they take what is it, Gary? Ten percent. What's that commission? Uh, how much? It's, that? it's really no, small. No, it, it's very, it's very it's small. Not what is it? And you pay for credit card transactions, but um, you, you know, like they don't, like they don't set the prices for you. Okay, that that's yeah. the thing. Like you set your own prices for each individual customer. So, you know, if you go walk somebody's dog, you tell them one price, you go shopping, you tell them another price. I, I believe what Celeste does is like I think 10 I, or 20% of the total is what she does on shopping. Okay, I think, I think like it's like $5 or 5% per shop. And then it's the tr- credit card transaction too, which what, is like three $5? bucks. Huh? What are you talking about? It's $5. No, like uh, 5%. Of the order total is what dumpling gets plus the oh, transaction. Oh, are you talking about? Thing. Um, I can look it up real quick, though. I mean, if not, I think it's like at most it's like ten. It's not much. And besides, yeah, you're setting the prices, but you can't set the prices <clears throat> on the items. So that is where that just plays in. Okay, they but get you, they get three point nine percent. This is for the the basic version, not pro. This is the right. zero dollar a month pricing they they take 3.9 percent 
of the credit card transaction plus 30 per 30 cents. And then they charge 5% uh, fee for the platform access. Right. So with, under 10% with a, with a limit of $50. So under 10%. Yeah. But the whole deal here is you have to build your clientele. That's the I, biggest thing. But again, man, I mean, like if you're, if you're somebody who can do Instacart, I mean, maybe not on Instacart, maybe, but you don't mind the shopping so much. That's I think there's right. a real dumpling. Dumpling. Yeah, but you want to get the, there's yeah. one called Dumpling Boss too. I think that's okay. the one where you can shop from. Like Here, for I'm, a shop. I'm going oh, okay. to put the link in the chat so you can. That's yeah, that's, that's the one. Yeah. Dumpling Grocery Boss. That's the one. Okay. Um, but yeah, I mean, you sign up for that and you can go and you can do any services you want. Like that's part of the test. I, I've had the CEO on, on the podcast a couple times. And so we went through it and I was like, so I can do anything. We were trying to figure all this out. And I think Kim, you might've been on when we discussed this. He was just like the one thing, the one thing's a no. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, everything else was fine. The, what was the one thing again? Um, just real quick just because i'm it, reading well, i don't reading. remember if it was se- i know it was sexual but i think it was like you just can't be turning tricks right. <laughs> <laughs> you know, like, um, there goes my plan you know <laughs> completely off topic but just because i was reading the chat a little bit is everybody's complaining today that DoorDash has been like down a lot today. It completely crashed on me in the middle of a dash earlier. And I'm like, oh no, not another violation. <laughs> but man, door, door trash. For those that don't know, every Thursday is maintenance for DoorDash. Yeah, multi-app, multi-app, multi-app. That's the only thing I keep but saying. That's, multi-app, yeah, that's multi-app. why we used to, we used to call it Friday crashes. Yeah. Because Thursday they they did their maintenance and they used to always crash on Fridays. See, but okay, but let's look at Mr. Flex too. Like you know, I talk to Flex a lot. He he is somebody who doesn't work other apps. He only works DoorDash, and he's he's been he, they've been hit lately too. Like he's no, he does payroll too, though. I know. Yeah, no, I'm saying as far as the gig apps, no. he doesn't have a backup. He doesn't do Uber Eats or anything. He's just got DoorDash. No, if DoorDash goes down, he goes home. Smokes a bowl and eats ice cream without <laughs> dust. He doesn't need to go Perfect home Perfect world, do that. man. <laughs> he does it while he's working, bro. <laughs> What's up, Flex? I don't know what the Mike and Nike sound he said Mike check mark we, is. We, we was, we was all talking about the big mics. Uh, yeah. Um, but yeah, so I mean, like, he only does DoorDash. I know that it's been very slow for him lately. It's not just down today. It's been... I know like this week and I want to say last week too of talking to him. It's been very slow. Um, I don't know. I mean, whenever I turn on the apps I use, I don't really see ever a difference when people are saying some things are slow or whatever. It might just be again where Van and I are in Colorado because it is a good market for this. You know, I would think that Hannibal's market, like he was saying with DoorDash, like, yeah, I would imagine that, such an overpopulated area like where you live in such a small space that yes it would be lit all the time you know there'd always yeah, be some work. It, it did it did i realized that it, things are going slow but not necessarily for orders it's just i think it's just too many people outside where like cinco de mayo i think it was like nine o'clock at night i couldn't log in uh because i don't i don't schedule i never schedule for doordash and i couldn't dash now and i was very interesting that's something that never happened to me before but i'm i'm I don't think it's a lack of orders. It's just so many people are there working. They don't need me. 
unless I go to the hood to lot to dash now. And I'm not going to do that. Cause I'm not going to make any money. Well, I thought you lived in the hood. That's what you told me. Exactly. So I could, <laughs> I could dash near my house, but I want to go pick up McDonald's orders all day. And I don't want to do that. So it's, it's not, it, you know, I can't get in. <laughs> so that's my answer. I can't get in. That was a, uh, <laughs> oh, I've, I've, I've been pretty open about that. I, you know, I mean, to be honest, like, you know, you go where the money is. And I, again, you're in such a small area. It doesn't take long to move to another one. Yeah, it's like you know, 20, 15, 20 minutes to go somewhere where it's actually worth doing it. So it's not yeah. that bad. So, sometimes those drives are really worth it, though. Sometimes. Yeah. You um, might realize tomorrow's Friday the 13th. I just yeah, saw I just that saw in, your, in your chat. I'm like, oh, really? <laughs> Absolutely. I'll be outside doing stuff. <laughs> um. Yeah. Uh, so, uh, yeah, this is, this is pretty much all I got. And I mean, we've already ran over anyway by a good half hour. Um, so I guess that, uh, Van, did you even, did you get in touch with the attorney that I sent you? Oh, I haven't called him yet. Yeah. You really should, man. Okay. Cause that I'm telling you, it's not, he won't, he's not going to charge you anything. First of all, he's going to give you a free consultation, but he's, if he'll just draft you the letterhead, it really, I think that is it, man. It's like, I should just get him to give me a bunch of letterhead and I'll just change names. <laughs> I'll just sign him. I'll be like, you need to put him back on. <laughs> like, oh, my God. oh no, it's from a lawyer. <laughs> did, did you send it through uh, Instagram or? No, I texted you when you were doing the live stream. Okay. Um... And yeah, I think I did send it through Instagram too, but. I don't have I this know number I, I know on, uh, on the text. Uh, yeah, I texted it to you. Oh, through a group text, right? Yeah, because I included him. That's Bryant Greening. He's the CEO and founder and lead attorney. Oh, and okay, he's okay. a good friend of mine too. So it's uh, you know, we've got we've we've got some history. So he's a, he's a good guy, and he's not going to charge anything. So talk to him. He okay. might, and he can get you. If anything, he can help you get reactivated quicker even okay. if you're going to get reactivated anyway. So, but um, yeah, man, uh, thank you for coming on, man. Uh, I've been checking out your lives lately and noticing how often you are live. I guess I didn't really notice how often you are live before or else you've been doing it a lot more. I don't know. Um, uh, at least, on, you, at least on YouTube. Right. I've been seeing you a lot more, like even during the day, you know, cause you and I are in the same time zone. I'm used to all these people being out East or whatever. So yes. they're like two hours in front of us. And I'm like, Oh, it's that time. But like, even in the day and stuff, I've seen you doing live streams. So, um, all of Van's information's in there. All of ours is in there. I'm sure if it's not, it will be as soon as this is done. I think it is. <laughs> no, I, but, I just, I posted the link to it just now as well. Oh, I mean, in the show notes is everything right. is everything, everything, everything. But yeah, everybody, thank you for joining us. Um, I didn't make it through the chat tonight. Um, I'm sure Gary was keeping up. <laughs> Maybe. Um, this looks like there was a handful of people. It looks like there was a so Omer and yeah, I mean, yeah, obviously some of these people are Van yeah. Van's uh, people too. It looks like there was a lot of people in here for Van. Yep. Um, yeah. Which Good is luck, cool. Man. I always, I always love some crossover. Dash. I love crossover when people get exposed to another channel or you know, like pretty sure I'm, I'm gonna gain some of your subscriber to uh, 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 ride share rodeo, uh, Steve. Yeah, I mean, like, you know, so it's good to collab, but uh, I'm not good with interviewing people, so I haven't oh. um, done a collab uh, where I'm the interviewer, you know. Well, yeah, yeah, well, I mean, 
I learned everything I know from Hannibal, so. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> I don't know. At least you know you were you were one of the primary people on YouTube. I was already doing the podcast for a year and a half on audio, but um yeah, I mean when I started watching, yeah, I liked your style more than even than the collaboration you were doing at the time. Gotcha. The, the other collab. Like when you when you had me on yours the first time, I noticed a big difference between the two. You, you yeah. see what I'm saying, right? <laughs> Thank you. I appreciate that. Yeah, I mean, that was some code, but I think a lot of people probably caught it. So. Yeah, I can't caught it too, probably. I got it. <laughs> um, I don't know. I mean, it just, you know, you just kind of showed me a different way of uh, of approaching it. And because it had video, you know, that was that's an eye-opener when you do an audio podcast and you move to video. And all of a sudden, you're like, wait a minute. This a is different. More, 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 more depth there. Yeah. So um anyway guys uh thank you van for coming on um thank you. yeah we'll have to do we'll have to figure out some way to hook up our dogs sometime you live in commerce city i live in uh quebec on the park hill side uh near uh stapleton stapleton yeah it's called okay. central park now but yeah Still uh, new, new app idea rough i live near uh, i live near hamden and federal hamden and federal okay oh i know exactly where you are no. Oh, I thought you were up in Commerce City. No, uh, uh, South South Denver. Yeah. Okay, I know where you are. Yeah, yeah, Littleton, right? Uh, it's it's in the it's in like the triangle of Littleton, Beaumont, and Denver. Yeah, I know exactly where you are. Yeah, that's where yeah. I'm at. Yeah. yeah, cool. Um, but yeah, we'll have to find a way to get our dogs together, man. I go up to uh, I go right past you. In fact, to one of my favorite dog, trails. Is your dog big? Uh, it's a border collie Australian shepherd mix, mediums okay. 50 pounds. Okay. Uh, well, well, we'll check it out. Uh, Holly has some, some dog on dog aggression. Yeah. Some. Yeah. My, my dog can like, he, 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 he kind of can dig that sometimes. He can jump, he's a herder. He's okay. meant to herd animals. So All like, right. He'll jump <laughs> over him and stuff. Maybe. Okay. I don't know. Take him on a hike. You just tire him out. Even the, even the crazy dog, sometimes they'll, they just chill because they're just hiking. So. Yeah, we'll we'll work it out. I, I have yeah, yeah. So um thank you everybody for joining us and uh have a good week. And hey, if you haven't checked out the radio show yet, I'm, I keep forgetting to plug it. Please join us tomorrow night on TNC Radio dot live at uh what is it, seven to nine eastern. You can do the math on the rest because it's five to seven here for me in Colorado. But it's a live call-in show. You can go to TNC radio.live. We can bring you on. We can bring up to like eight people on. It's a trucker radio station, but it's the only gig economy show. It's called Driver Nation. And uh, me, Tom Kelly, and uh, Jason Teary uh, have a good time on that one. So, uh, Sorry, is that one on a podcast or whatever? Spotify? No, that's that's like it's like live trucker radio out of Houston. Okay. So, uh, but a lot, a, tru- a lot of truckers part time in the gig economy. Like so like interstate like, interstate truckers who are gone for weeks on end. Is it like on the, on the radio? Like like yeah, radio, it's on the radio, radio and okay. on internet radio, and yeah, gotcha. they've got shows going around. It's all country and news and trucker radio, except for this one show a week. We're the only show that's not trucker based. Got it, got it. So it's pretty fun. It's the station manager sits in with me. Um, Kim's been on it. Hannibal's yeah. been on it. Gary's been on. Actually, everybody here's been on it. You should come on it sometime. We have commercials, and during in the in between, some weird stuff happens. And <laughs> we have a good time. It's always fun. 
But uh, yeah, guys, uh, if you haven't checked it out yet, though, do come check it out and check out Van's channel and check out Kim's channel and check out Hannibal's channel, check out Gary's channel. Um, you're on my channel, so. I was like, the only channel I'm on is yours. <laughs> All right, guys, have a good night, and uh, we'll see you next week. Thank you, guys. Good night. I'm a man, I'm away.